guys, and welcome back to the Autism Hour podcast, where we view each and every individual as valuable and capable. I hope you guys are looking forward to Thanksgiving this week and are looking forward to spending time with family and friends. For this week's episode, we wanted to do something a little bit different, so we put together a bunch of clips from previous episodes and future episodes of positive statements people have made. So I hope you enjoy this, and it gives you kind of an uplifting and positive perspective on what it's like to work with and interact with individuals with autism and just put a positive spin on your week. So I hope you enjoy and have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, okay. How have you grown and matured through, um, your experience having Jaden? So this can also apply just to being a mom in general. Um, but obviously patience yeah. is one of the things you've already mentioned. But um, in what other ways? Because you're pretty young, too. You're a pretty young mom. Yeah, I'm, so. yeah, I'm 28. I'll be yeah. 29. Yeah. On um, my wedding day. On your wedding day. I'll be 29. Um, uh, well, maturity. I mean, you either grow up or mm-hmm. you don't. And you have to grow up yeah you know when you have a kid you have to you have to grow grow up Mm -hmm. and just learning new things yeah you know new things to implement new things I mean it's it's always something new Mm -hmm. you know it's never you're never bored yeah you know definitely not not in your house (laughs) no I have three kids a dog and three cats yeah oh my goodness so yeah my house is never boring but um just I mean this is so hard yeah (laughs) I've just I mean I know I've grown so much since Mm-hmm. Since before I had kids, I mean, I just since before Jaden, I'm just I'm a totally different person. I mean, I I just stay at home and we do like we had Bean Boozled family game night, you know, <laughs> so cute. just like you know, I'm just I just love my kids and they're mm-hmm. honestly like my entire world. Yeah, and that is so evident. And you know, I think I didn't know you before you had kids, obviously, but. One of the things that I've just admired so much about you is how self-sacrificing you are and Thank how you. eager you are, yeah, to just support and serve your kids in whatever way you can. Yeah, I that's think. another thing, sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, and that's a huge, definitely. I mean, that's how evident your maturity is, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a huge component to growing up, I feel like, is yeah. being able to sacrifice your own wants and needs for that of your children, and you do that in a way that's really hard to miss, you know? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. you most about being in this research area? Um, What really drives you to continue pursuing this research interest? Yeah, well, there's still so much to to learn, and it's Mm -hmm. such a, it's a small field of AAC, and so when you go to conferences and you uh, start talking to other researchers who have similar interests, uh, it really, you know, in in my view, kind of uh, ignites and reignites what started 
when uh, I was a doctoral student mm-hmm. and where I was learning things for the first time mm-hmm. and you know actually starting to do research in that area and so it kind of brings me back to that time okay when I go to conferences or I start uh, working with other um, other colleagues and and we start talking about okay well what are some of the gaps what can we do mm-hmm. you know that's aligned to our own interests and so just talking and in uh, going to conferences and kind of being immersed in that um, here currently um, you know there is another student or not a student another faculty member who is uh, new to the program and she has some interests that are aligned to mine in terms mm-hmm. of AC so that also kind of reignites mm-hmm. you know our uh, our desire to continue doing research in that area and then I have uh, somebody that I collaborate with all the time and we actually graduated from the same program area okay. so uh, so it's always fun to work with somebody that you get along with who's mm-hmm. uh, not only a collaborator but a friend mm-hmm. and so all those things just kind of uh, culminate in really uh, you know ignite Drive my <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm like yeah I always find it really encouraging when other people share in my passions and interests right. so yeah I can definitely relate to that okay so what are some of your favorite things about your position now here at KFAC as the director well it's really about the people so um <laughs> Our motto here is uh, mission first of people always. And I always go home to my wife who also works at UNT and say, honey, I love my staff. I truly do. I literally do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And she's not so happy because maybe some of her staff in the past hasn't been (laughs) lovable as lovable as mine. So I really love being around the people who I work with. Um, And that's not, that's not by accident either. It's, we hire people who match our, our vision and, um, Sometimes we make mistakes, but for the most part, we get it right. Okay. And then I really do love the success stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I could give you an example of a mother of um, one of our children with more severe challenges. Um, when we first got her, she spent hours um, flopping on the ground like a fish, um, mm-hmm. banging her head. Um, and then fast forward a couple of years later, after some great intensive work by my staff, her mom's calling us in tears from the airport. They were from the country of Columbia. Okay. And this was the first time in her life at 10 years that she was able to go home and visit her her family um, wow. members, her grandparents and her cousins and aunts and uncles. So that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then we, I guess the other happiest days that we have here are when we have graduations of maybe our young clients who started mm-hmm. at the age of two and three years later, they're going back to public school. And in some cases, virtually invisible to autism mm-hmm. they still have it but we've um we've done a great job and they're going back in a regular classroom and they might be that quirky kid but um so yeah. so i can relate yeah. yeah is that your end goal here at kfac to eventually um equip students with strategies to be able to go back to public schools or whatever school you bet okay. yeah we we really recognize that we're sort of an exclusionary environment here mm-hmm. we're a separate building and so it's really really important for us to work with our parents and others to um, generalize the skills back into the community, whether that's a public school or for our adolescent and adult clients, that might be the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we work closely with the Texas Workforce Commission and, and others to make sure we're working with job coaches and um, schools and everyone else to ensure that that generalization piece occurs. Definitely.
Okay, so talk about Riley's progression, how he's progressed over the years. You, you mentioned that he's now spending a, quite a bit of time in general education. Yes, yes. Tell us about that process and what that looked like. Riley went through, okay, when he was in your classroom, uh-huh. he was just in your classroom. Mm-hmm. So when he went to this school at Shaw, he was there in first grade, and we I kept him in first grade twice. Okay. Because I started seeing that the teacher was saying, okay, he's meeting all his goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even come up with some other stuff. We've got to go find something else to challenge mm-hmm. him. I said, okay. So then at the end of the first grade school year, that's when we started bringing him into the Gen A classes. Okay. I said, well, let's see how it works out. And it worked out so well, that's why we kept him in first grade. Mm-hmm. He was still going to be on age point, so when he graduates, he'll yeah. be with his peers, same ages. But he needed that extra. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from nonverbal mm-hmm. to uh, giving little words. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do sign language, and I said, you know, I'm not doing this crap. You're going to talk. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? I can hear you say Google Gaga, yeah. and then you, you got a voice. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your voice box. It works. Yeah, move the tongue. Come on, let's get with it. So, that so, so, so that was the thing. I said, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm refused because he's got more in him. And now, if he didn't, if he was not mm-hmm. intellectually going to be able to handle that, yeah. then okay, fine. Yeah. But Riley's like, smart. You know your child. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, my goodness. Smart, social, so capable. Yeah. And so he's, he's come a long way. Yeah. So he's gone from not only uh, just being with the family members and then playing with them, mm-hmm. but playing with friends. Mm-hmm. He knows kids' names in his class. Yeah. He knows kids' names who are not in his class. Yeah. So when I picked him up the other day from RASP, I said, this little girl, she's just so sweet to me, but I cannot remember her name and save my life. So I said, Riley, what's her name? I think he said Madison. I'm like, is that the girl's name? Well, thank you. That's my friend. Aww. And then, you know, I'm like, okay. You know, and I mean, to Riley, everyone's his yeah. friend. So, yeah. <laughs> but he has, um, he has really, really grown. And like I said, he's trying to read. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's really reading the book, or but it looks like the it. book. But that he works on a computer. Yeah. He can do homework. Yeah. Um, he, like I said, he has uh, pretend play mm-hmm. because you don't have that. He has yeah. imagination. Mm-hmm. He has um, a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> he know, does. and he and he's just he's just a cool kid. He he's just a cool kid. Yeah. And a lot of the kids say, "Hey, that's Riley." I'm like, "Do you know Riley?" Yeah, you Riley's mom? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and for him to have... Um have a reputation. Yeah. To he's known. Yes, and not only that, he's gone from not just being O'Reilly, but he is the leader. Mm-hmm. He helps in his classroom. He's the one who take the kids. Okay, y'all come with me. Mm-hmm. And his cousin Sean, he's the one who says, "Come on, Sean, let's do this." And Sean will come and do it. Mm-hmm. Or come on, let's play. I'm gonna play with you. And he's becoming not only like I said, social, but becoming a learner and becoming um, someone who can teach. Mm-hmm. You know, and not afraid of anybody. Like he has a problem with um, uh, your inner space. What's that called? <laughs> Personal space. Personal yeah. space. Yeah. You don't have any. Your bubble. Yeah, you rub on you. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You just soft. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. And he's giving compliments. Oh my gosh. So I had to take Morgan. Now mind you, he's a high school girls to a, a luncheon for a choir or something uh-huh. like that. So the girls were dressed up. They were so cute. 
my son, it was a birthday party. Okay. He, so he's riding with us. He gets in the front seat. The girls get out. One of the girls, just the prettiest one too, so she's a little voluptuous. Okay. Riley says, wow, you are beautiful. Oh. Your eyes are so sparkly because she has some sparkly eyeshadow on. Oh, my Oh, goodness. your dress is so pretty. He rubs on her dress. Oh, oh no. He didn't grab, but he just slides his hand. Oh, it's so pretty. Are oh, you a princess? Oh, my and goodness. she's like, oh, my God, he's so cute. So, oh, he's so cute. He said, wait a minute. Why did you call me cute? He said that? Yes. Oh, I'm looking, I'm like, now nah, I'm embarrassed. No. <laughs> but this my is kind of good. Yeah, but good for him. Man. Mixed emotions. I don't know yeah. what's going on. And so she said, oh, I'm sorry, you're so handsome. He's, oh, okay, thank you. I'm like, it sounds oh like a girl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to this special episode of the Autism Hour podcast. I just want to take a moment to say how thankful I am to work with all of the people that I work with at UNT and all of the families I interact with, all of the parents of my former students that I'm able to keep up with, the fact that I get to interact with students and individuals with autism and the joy that they bring me, um, and just the fact that I get to do what I'm passionate about and research how to better support and serve individuals with autism. So I'm very thankful and looking forward to spending this week being reminded of what I'm thankful for, and I hope you do the same. So have a happy Thanksgiving and a wonderful week. Thank you.